0: The Law School of America. Penal damages are liquidated damages which exceed reasonable compensatory damages, making them invalid under common law. While liquidated damage clauses set a pre agreed value on the expected loss to one party if the other party were to breach the contract, penal damages go further and seek to penalize the breaching party beyond the reasonable losses from the breach. Many clauses which are found to be penal are expressed as liquidated damages clauses but have been seen by courts as excessive and thus invalid. The judicial approach to penal damages is conceptually important as it is one of the few examples of judicial paternalism in contract law. Even if two parties genuinely and without coercion wish to consent to a contract which includes a penal clause, they are unable to. So, for example, a person wishing to give up smoking cannot contract with a third party to be fined $100 each time they smoke as this figure does not represent the expectation loss of the contract. A wholesale review of the English law rule against penalty clauses, as opposed to penal damages, was conducted by the UK Supreme Court in the 2015 judgment in Cavendish Square holding BVV Talal-El-Makdesi. As distinguished from other types of damages, penal damages are to be distinguished from punitive damages, which are awarded in certain types of tort actions for actions which caused harm to the plaintiff. Penal damages are also different from treble damages, which are generally set by statute for certain violations of competition law and related laws. A quasi-contract, or implied in-law contract or constructive contract, is a fictional contract recognized by a court. The notion of a quasi-contract can be traced to Roman law and is still a concept used in some modern legal systems. Quasi-contract laws have been deduced from the Latin statement nemo debit locupletari ex aliena jactura, which proclaims that no man should grow rich out of another person's loss. It was one of the central doctrines of Roman law. The word quasi means having some similarities but not entirely. Similarly, such a contract means laws like ordinary contract law but not totally. History In common law jurisdictions, the law of quasi-contract can be traced to the medieval form of action known as indebitatus assumpsit. In essence, the plaintiff would recover a money sum from the defendant as if the defendant had promised to pay it, that is, as if there were a contract subsisting between the parties. The defendant's promise, their agreement to be bound by the contract was implied by law. The law of quasi-contract was generally used to enforce restitutionary obligations. The form of action known as indebitatus assumpsit came to include various subforms known as the common money counts. The most important of these for the later development of the law of quasi-contract included 1. Actions for money had and received to the plaintiff's use, 2. Actions for money paid to the defendant's use, 3. Quantum meruit, and 4. Quantum beliebant. Quasi-contractual actions were generally, but not exclusively, used to remedy what would now be called unjust enrichment. In most common law jurisdictions, the law of quasi-contract has been superseded by the law of unjust enrichment. Under section 69 of the Indian Contract Act of 1872, there are six types of quasi-contract laws. Quasi-contract and contract. A quasi-contract is distinct from a contract implied in fact and may be distinguished from an explicitly agreed contract. The main difference between a contract and quasi-contract is that there is no exchange of offer, acceptance, or consideration between two or more parties in the latter's case. However, it is still legally enforceable contract implied in fact. A person's assent to be bound by an agreement can be expressed or implied. In the latter case, assuming the requisite formalities for a valid contract are met, there is a perfectly normal contract. The only distinction between a contract arising by express agreement between two people and a contract implied in fact is that the latter was recognized by a court drawing inferences from facts proved at trial. When the plaintiff sued on either sort of contract, she was suing in the law of contract in respect of a consensually assumed obligation and her remedy for the defendant's breach was damages. Quasi-contract. In contrast, quasi-contract refers to situations in which a defendant is bound as if there were a contract. When the plaintiff sued on such a contract by bringing an action of indebitatus as assumpsit she was not enforcing some consensually assumed obligation, but rather an obligation imposed by law.